Welcome to the weekly podcast of Vive Church Uganda. Our mission is to love God, love people, and catalyze purpose. We have an active online weekdays altar that you can plug in from wherever you are. Located in the city of Kampala, the Lord led us to birth an outreach ministry to feed and care for people transitioning from homelessness. To learn more, follow us at My Vive Church across all social media platforms. To support this ministry and help us continue to spread God's love, visit www.myvivechurch.org forward slash give. Let me tell you something. When you hear your pastor talking about global, many a times you just think it's about them. But if somebody in this congregation understands how things operate when it comes to the spiritual realms, you will say, even me, I'm going global. There is no day a head will turn this way and the body goes this way. The body will always follow the head. And if my pastors are going global, my business is going global. Okay, just a few people have caught it. My dream is going global. Some of you need to say, listen, I have been trusting God for a scholarship. Even me, God, I am going global in my education, aspirations, and dreams. Hallelujah. But that's a sermon for another day. I want to share a word that I believe it's a prophetic word for this church, but also for someone this morning. Amen. In the month of November, my wife and I, we always pray, we fast the whole month, asking the Lord to give us a word we can run with at the beginning of the year. And so we, we, we prayed and around beginning of December, we came together and I said, you know what, I am sensing the word beyond. That 2022, it is going to be our year of going beyond. As a family, as a couple, in ministry, in finances, in our dreams and everything. That we are going to go beyond any man-made limitations. We shall go beyond any man-made expectations. We're going to go beyond any barriers. Come on, 2022, we're going to break records. 2022, we are going to see things that we have never ever seen in our lives. And we prayed with my wife and, and, and I said, God, give me a word that I can connect to the prophetic word. And Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, you all know the scripture. Uh, and that's not my scripture for the day. I'm just laying the groundwork for the sermon. You know, the Bible says, and God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all, we can ask all. And so I told my wife and I said, 2022 will gonna be our year of exceedingly. To experience the abundantly. We're going to be, it's going to become our year to actually experience the, the above what God can do. And I said, but you know what I always do? When I hear a prophetic word, I always go before the Lord and say, God, what should I do so that I don't miss the blessing? Because at times or many times, God has no problem fulfilling his promises. Many a times it's our problem that we are not aligned for the promise to come to pass. And so we miss it. 
Anytime a prophet will stand and declare a word, your part is to say, yes, Lord, that is my word. Amen. Number two is to go and to say, God, what should I do that this word will come to pass in my life? And so we went back to prayer. Thank God for the 30, uh, 40 days of prayer at the beginning of the year. And so we started asking the Lord, what should we do? And then God gave us a word that I'm going to share right now. Amen. And God said, you know what? If you are to experience everything that I have in store for you in the year 2020, then I want you to increase your capacity. And I'm going to show you why. I'm going to, I want you to experience, I want you to increase your capacity. I don't know there is somebody in this church at the beginning of the year. You began experiencing a restlessness, a discontentment. You began feeling sad and angry that you don't want to settle for less anymore. You began sensing there was more in your marriage. You began sensing there was more with your business. There was more in ministry. There was more in leadership. There was more to this life. Somehow you just said, God, I cannot be the same person in December who was in January. I cannot keep on giving the same testimony for five years. God, I believe there is more. And it's biblical because that's what God says in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. That he's able to do exceedingly. And I believe there is somebody in this church who has been feeling that discontentment. That you know what? I don't want to settle for less. There is something God has in store for me. And let me tell you guys, that was me. I began feeling there was more. I have led big churches. I have traveled the world. But God was telling me, you haven't begun yet. There is more. There is more. And I said, God, this year I'm going to go beyond. But I needed to increase my capacity. Yeah. You know the word capacity, you know, according to the dictionary, it's about what something can, it, it, it's about what you can hold or what you can contain. Yeah. That's the meaning of the word capacity. What you can contain and what you can hold. It is your ability to do something as a person. That's why somebody will say, Susan has the capacity to do the job, but so-and-so doesn't have the capacity to do that. So capacity, it's about your ability to do something or your ability to contain something or your ability to hold something. Let me tell you. Some of us, God in the year 2022 has blessings that are almost like a 10,000 liter tank. But you only have a capacity to hold five liters. God in heaven wants to release blessings at the size of a 10,000 liter tank. And he's saying, this is for you, my son, my daughter. They have your name on it. But the problem is not heaven. The problem is not God. The problem is the receiver doesn't have the capacity to contain. And if I'm going to experience the more that God has in store for me in the year 2022, 
then God challenged to me and said, you know what, Joro? If you want to have the blessing that is the size of a 10,000 liter, you better grow the capacity to hold and contain what I have for you. Some of you are lost. Let me drop this word. Your ability to receive things of God can either be limited or can either be accelerated or actually be, you know, you can actually support. Your ability to receive things from God is actually determined by your capacity. Let's go to 2 Kings chapter 4. Let me show you something. 2 Kings chapter 4. Let's go, let's go. 2 Kings chapter 4. Can you put it up? Because I want us to read 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 1 to 6. Everyone has capacity. Let me say this. We don't have the same capacity. True or false? People are gifted differently, right? You are gifted differently. But let me tell you something. Every single capacity can be increased. I hate it when somebody says, I cannot do. I'm like, listen, all of us are different in terms of capacity. But every capacity can be increased. So don't give me your cheap excuses. And tell me maybe, oh, you know what, God, maybe he has favorites. The problem is not about God playing favorites. The problem is God <laughs> is going to release blessings to those who are prepared to receive those blessings. Right. It's not like God has forgotten you. The problem, my sister, my brother, your capacity has been the same every year. Capacity. Tell your neighbor capacity. Actually, do this with me. Do this with me. Do this with me. Do this. Then this. I want you to tell yourself, this year, in 2022, I'm increasing my capacity. Even just look at that prophetic card. Do it again. In 2022, I have been receiving blessings, opportunities, worth this much, the size of this, but in 2022, I am increasing my capacity because there is more for me in my God. Second Kings chapter 4. The Bible says, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha saying, you know the story, Your servant, my husband is dead and you know that your servant feared the Lord and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to become his slaves. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? God is saying, what can I do for you to experience the blessing? Tell me what do you have in the house? And she said, your maid servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Yeah. Capacity. How she saw just a jar of capacity. Then he said, I want you to go and borrow vessels from everywhere. Do you see the prophet challenging the lady? You, you have a jar of oil. But what God has in store for you cannot be contained by your jar. Go and borrow. Ooh. Go and borrow. Vessels from everywhere. From all your empty that has what? 
capacity. They are not they have nothing. So there is capacity. Do not gather oil. Do not gather just. Your receiving is determined by your capacity. Don't go and borrow a few. Go and borrow as much as you can. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it out into all those vessels and set aside the full ones. And so she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. Now it came to pass. This is my verse. It came to pass when the vessels were what? She ran out of Come on church. She ran out of there was no capacity. So they were full, right? Then she said to her son, "Bring me another vessel." And he said to her, "There is no other vessel. We have maximized our capacity." Oh, there's something I need to say. Then what happened? Because when you don't have capacity, come on, talk to me. The Bible says, and he said to her, there is not another vessel. So what happened? The oil stopped. The blessings will stop flowing when you don't have capacity. The problem is not heaven. The lady got everything. Her sons were saved. She prayed of the creditors. Her retirement plan was paid in full. But God maybe wanted to use the woman to liberate the whole village out of poverty. But she didn't have the capacity for the village. So it just stopped with her and her sons. When she was meant to impact the village and the city. Because the problem was not God. Because as long as there was capacity, as long as she increased her capacity, oil continued to flow. The moment she got stuck and there was no more capacity to hold, to contain, the blessing stopped. I came to challenge somebody this morning at Vive Church. 2022, it's your year to increase your capacity. As the Vive community, God is saying to you, your year, there is so much more that God wants to do, but you must increase your capacity. Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 54, that expand. Does the Bible say that? In Isaiah chapter 54, the Bible says expand your what? Enlarge the place of your stretch for the curtains of thy of their habitation. Spare not, lengthen thy court. That's a scripture of capacity, increasing your capacity. It means you need to grow large, it means you need to go beyond, you need to make room. Elbow your neighbor and say, Make room. You need to increase your capacity. You need to break out. You need to break through. You need to expand. You need to go further. You need to occupy new territories. You need no limits, no boundaries. You need to think big. Because the problem is not heaven. And they began internalizing the word. 
And I said, God, I can hear you so clearly. I need to increase my capacity. The problem is not that God doesn't want to give me nations. The problem is not that God doesn't want to give me cities. But the problem is Anthony Joroge has no capacity to receive the grace and the anointing and the authority that allows him to walk in the blessing in the destiny that God has for him. So I said, God, then what do I need to do? I'm very practical. God, then what do I need to do? And the Lord began to show me several things I need to do this year that I need to increase my capacity. Because many times our ability to receive, to enlarge, increase your blessing flow, you must expand your capacity. The Bible says the moment there were no more vessels, the oil stopped. Some of you, your oil has stopped. Your oil has stopped. You wonder why you have been in that position for the last 15 years while people are being promoted. While people are being transitioning into different levels of anointing and grace. Into different levels of financial abundance. You are stuck the problem is you have not expanded your capacity financially to receive what God has in store for you. And I'm going to show you a couple of things that God began telling me I needed to do. And oh boy, do I have testimonies. And I've only done six months. Only six. Let me tell you, God's word is true. Pastor Susan, when God speaks, you better believe when he gives you instructions, you better follow. Number one, the Lord said, you know what? For you to expand your capacity. Are you writing notes? Five things. I need you. 2022. I want you to get a mentor before you say amen. A mentor who has gone where you need to be. Not a mentor just to talk kabozi. I'm not talking a mentor to just... Rap, rap. I am talking about a mentor who has already gone, done things that you sense God is calling me into. And I began praying, God, give me people who are doing some crazy things on the global stage. Give me people who are planting churches in every continent because that's where Miriam and I are going. God, give me those mentors. I have a mentor that I pray with. But God, I need a mentor who has already gone where I need to be. Listen to me. There is something a mentor does to you that increases your capacity. Because when you come and you think you're so good, tells you they're still great. When you think you're saying so great, they're exceedingly. When you come and say, oh, you know, I'm experiencing these exceedingly blessings. He comes and tells you that it's above all. There is something a mentor does to you that actually brings down the limitations and the barriers and the scarcity thinking that could be keeping you off from your blessings. Let me ask you, I want you to look at your life right now. Who are you hanging out with? Because whoever is influencing your life can limit or open doors for the oil to flow. Whoever is influencing your life has the capacity either to propel you to your destiny 
or they're going to become a ceiling because there are some mentors you'll never ever go beyond them. But for you to go far, look for somebody who is making a million dollars every month. Am I speaking to business people? Look for somebody who is making a million dollars every month. Look for somebody who has opened a couple of businesses in Kenya, Rwanda, Burundi. Even before you go to Nigeria and South Africa. Already you have expanded your horizons. Because when you are talking, you are not just looking at the Ugandan market. You are also hearing numbers and the, and the, and the, and the business uh, climate in all these countries. You begin to think differently. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs... Chapter 15, verse 22. Plans go wrong for lack of advice, but many advisors bring success. There is something about mentors that bring success. Okay, you don't believe me. Moses got stuck in his leadership. The guy was burning out. The guy was dying. <laughs> then he meets somebody called Jethro. And he says, Moses, there is still more. You don't have to die now. There is so much more that God has in store for you. And so Jethro gives him a plan. A strategy. And boom. Moses' leadership got multiplied. Instead of having one man leading, there were 70 other Moseses. You talk to me about capacity. Talk to me about capacity. When you increase your capacity, even you multiply your fruitfulness. Why? Because of one man who came into his life and told him there's something else you can do differently. A mentor. Some of you, you... Okay, I need to finish. Look for a mentor. Who is mentoring your marriage? Yeah, you always just say, you know, oh, I want us, to, I want us to, to celebrate 50 years of anniversary. Have you found somebody who is committed who has gone ahead of you? Right now, the people who are speaking into my marriage right now are almost doing 30 years. Me, I'm doing 13. Because I said, even if I don't reach 50, let me get somebody who has done 30. Speak to me. Rebuke me. I want you to release the same grace. I want you what you have. And boy, I can see we're going to do 30. Not 30 persevering. 30 so much in love, yo. Timothy, who was so timid, questioning himself, but me, some mentor called Paul. He said, Dude, don't anybody, don't let allow anybody look down on you. Timothy, there is so much more. And a guy who was timid became a pastor of a big church in Ephesus. Yeah. Who is speaking into your life? Yeah. Who is speaking into your business? Who are you working with? I dare Vive Church. Every one of you, by this time next month, get somebody and say, I want, I want what you have. Because if I was to increase my capacity, if I am to experience everything that God has in store for me, you better come into my life and work with me. The second thing. Number one thing is what to increase your capacity, what do you need to do? Number two, be a good steward. Be a good steward of what you already have. If you are not faithful with what you already have, don't pray for more. I know this is now countercultural. If you are not faithful with what you have already, don't pray for more. 
This is not Pastor Njoroge's theology. It is the Bible. The Bible tells me in Luke chapter 16 verse 10. He who is faithful with what is least is also faithful in much. And who is, who is, is unjust in what is least is also unjust also in much. Luke 12 verse 48. To whom much is given, much is required. To whom much has been, even I'll ask them more. The problem as to why you're stuck in the same place, same level, people can actually write your story for December, even before December comes. You know, there are people who the customer experience in the bank never calls. Because they're like, there is nothing to call you about. But there are people at the customer experience has to call you. Because of the zeros. And this is not to make you proud. It's because the Lord desires to make you so. I declare some of you, the customer experience ladies who have been ignoring you. This year they will call you. They will call you. And say, what do you want to do with the 200 million in your account? We have this investment plan. Why is it a single year? Is it because you don't have an investment plan? They only call Anthony Kigui, Joroge, or Patrick Mueres. The thing is God's people. We are so unfaithful with what we have that it limits the oil from flowing. Let me tell you something. God is a respecter of principles. He will never go against his principle. If he says those who are faithful with the little, I will give more. Imagine, tell your neighbor, imagine. imagine. That's what he's going to do. Can I preach? Can I preach? You have been praying, oh God, I need more leadership positions. How faithful are you with the crew leadership? You have been saying, oh God, promote me. Oh God, take me to the nations. How are you handling your team in church. You come late for practice. You come late for the leadership meetings. You come late for any volunteer trainings. And then you are here going into fasting and say, God, take me to the nations. God is like, hey, my sister, shh, shh. Can you just stop fasting and go eat? Because your key for promotion is being faithful what I've given you. Just be faithful in that ministry. Just be faithful with your time. Just be faithful with the little money I've given you. Imagine. I'll bless you. I'll give you more. Some of you are such time wasters. Time wasters. Look at your phone because it tracks your screen time. How much time your Instagram. You go and check. And you want God to catapult you to a global leader. My guy, I had to delete my Instagram and Facebook from this phone. I can only access it on my desktop. Why? Because I said, if I'm going to do what other global leaders are doing, I cannot waste my time off. I go to eat. But listen, I listen. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come to the next point. Are you faithful? Are you faithful with the time? Are you faithful with the gifts that God has given you? Right now, how many months have you been coming to Vive? You don't serve. 
I am telling you in heaven, that seat number is going to judge you. Row number six. Seat number four. It will just stand up. The seat itself will say, Mama, God, this mama, this baba used to sit here every Sunday. And you have given him a global anointing to impact boys and mentor them. To raise a whole generation of young people who love the Lord. But the baba, the mama just sat on that seat. Judge him. I'm going to preach and go back to Kenya. Tell your neighbor, mentor. Ask your neighbor, who is your mentor? Stewardship has a way of increasing your capacity. Because there are moments I don't have to even struggle, manipulate God to give me more. All I need is to show him what, he, what I've done with already has given me. Bambi. Number three. Tell your neighbor, take risks. Number one is what? Get a mentor. Number two is what? Number three. For you to increase your capacity, you need to do things you've never done before. You need to go where you've never gone. You need to attempt things you've never ever attempted. There is something about taking risks and stepping out of the boat that increases your capacity to walk in the more, in the exceedingly, in the abundantly. If I want God's, more of God's anointing, but God will be like, but this anointing, I gave you in 2015 to do what you're doing now. So when you're asking for more, for what? I don't want to waste the anointing. Because what you already have, you can do what you're doing now. But you're designing there is more that God has in store for you. But today I've come to unlock and to give you clarity on the confusion over your life. You have the anointing to do the things you're doing now. But for you to unlock the overflowing oil from heaven, the resources, the destiny helpers, the door openers, the platforms and the opportunities that await you, then you need to leave what you're doing and do what you've never done. Then go back to God and say, God, I can't do this alone. This is a God-sized dream. If I do it alone, I'm going to fail. And God says, now you have got my attention. Because the anointing that was there was for this. But now, I'm going to release the anointing for this that you have dared to do. Some of you, you're always doing everything. The same things. I dare somebody to do something you have never done in 2022. I dare somebody to attempt to do things you have never done before. There is something about risking. And I'm not talking about foolish faith. I'm talking about that faith that goes with conviction. Faith that says I'm going to obey that word, that conviction that God has in store for me. And this year, I began saying, God, I don't want to plant just a local church. I don't just want to plant an African church. I went into my closet and I prayed like never before and I said, God, from today, and I took oil. Sometimes you don't need a prophet to pour oil. Sometimes you need to pour over yourself. If Pastor Pate is not available to anoint me, I will anoint myself because I'm a son of God. I took oil and I, I, I poured over my head and I said, God, 
from today, I will plant churches in Asia. I shall plant churches in Europe, in South America, North America, Latin America, and people of God. Just last month, a whole church planting movement in the U.S. called me and said, eh, now, we know you're a church planter, yes. We know you're passionate about church planting, yes. So, so you know, the guy was, was looking at a way to tell me. Because previously, Africa has looked for the people in the West to come and help us plant. Nowhere where they have said an African man to come and plant a church for us. And they said, we want you to come and plant a church humbly. And I said, okay, see, we want you to come and plant for us. Not me and Miriam going, but to help them, to give strategy, to lead the whole process to plant a church in Boston, USA. And I said, now you are talking. Plant. I said, yeah, no, my wife and I will not plant, but I'm going to plant for you a church. Because a prophecy, a, a prophetic word has been released. That for the longest of time, it has been the West coming. But now Africa is going. And we're going to plant churches. And I'm not talking about a Ugandan living Kampala going to reach Ugandans. I am talking about a Ugandan going and discipling and evangelizing among the Americans. I told the guy, listen, me, I'm not asking for Boston. Give me Philadelphia. Give me Washington. Give me uh, Michigan. But then, at that time, I was like, oh, Lord, bring the states into my spirit. Mississippi, Mississippi, Masasu, Masasu. I said, that one, you know. Put it on the list. And they said, okay, Pastor Njoro, Pastor Anthony, you're going to plant five churches. I said, now you're talking my dream. Why should I come and do one church for you? With the capacity that I have, am I a guy for one church? I'm a guy for five. Put it there. You look for the money, I plant. Tell your neighbor capacity. I anointed myself in the closet. It began manifesting. What kind of a God-sized dream have you anointed yourself and said, this is my destiny. This is who I am. I will die fulfilling this God-sized destiny. But you go to people and saying, oh, can I, you know, if only I can get 100K, by the way, you will die with your 100K. I wish I had more time. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, get out of the comfort zone. This week, just in Kampala, another church planting movement called me. I shared with your pastor. Another one, Tina. They said, uh, it's called the Sand High Point. You can Google it. The guy said, Bob, he said, you know what? You're a church planter. I said, yes. Can you help us plant churches? Because... Right now, we don't have church planters in the States. Can you? You guy, you don't know. Do you know how much you've been looked down upon? Being called the shitholes nations. But amazingly, when they were doing that, there are some Africans who are dreaming to take over their territories. Okay, just a few people here heard me. There are some Africans in Vive Church at Oasis Mall that are dreaming of going to take over their businesses to take over their organizations, 
to lead their NGOs, to plant churches in their cities. They're going to go and speak to their senators. I am saying Africans will go and share the secret even in the House of Representatives. You shall see this word coming to pass. The question is, as you are clapping, are you the one? As you're clapping, are you? Because it is your God-sized dream and your willingness to risk that then God is going to do that which you cannot do by yourself. I tell people, you, you, you dream. Let God turn the impossible into possibilities. Number one is what? Number two. Number three. Number four. Become a learner. Become a learner. The day you, re you remove the L sign on your back is the day you stop growing. My goodness, I am devouring. I'm not reading. I'm in a place where I'm devouring books. My wife even says, I cannot keep up. I am listening to podcasts. I am reading books. I am positioning myself to go and tap. Why? Because at the end of the day, before you become discovered, God has to develop you. Yeah. And many a times, you need to posture yourself to be teachable and to be developed. Yeah. Many of us don't want the process, but they want the promise. Yeah. I prophesy to somebody right now, this is your year to apply for that master's. This is your year to go back to school. This is your ear to go start buying those books and reading, to start listening. Listen, it is good to watch TikTok to know what's going on. But at times you need the wisdom to know how to position yourself to what God is doing so that you can be at the center of the move of God in Africa and the world. When was the last time you finished a book? But you know everybody or anyone who is doing some things, I don't know what. It's good. But I'm like, come on. Are you a learner? Attend the, 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 the seminars and take on the courses. Let me go to number five and then I'm out. Number one is what? Number two? Number three? Number four? Can you show your neighbor, tell them, become a learner? Can you drop your know-it-all attitude? When you are called for trainings in Vive Church, you don't show up. But you don't even understand that that training could be the thing that God is going to use you. One day on a table somewhere and you're going to say, I had Pastor Pato preach this. Talk this. Some of you are so proud. You have actually made your oil to flow because of your pride. Your entitlement. Your know-it-all attitude. That you cannot be led. You cannot read. You think you know so much. Until you sit at a table and you find yourself you have nothing to offer. Just noise. You know there are people who make noise and there are people who bring a voice. To become a voice, yeah. then you need to be knowledgeable. Yes. To become a voice, then you need to know what you're doing. Yes. To become a voice, then you need to be shaped yeah. 
but noisemakers watch TikToks the whole day. When people are talking about global strength, you know about someone who was twerking somewhere. Global trends. You just know about who and so took the wife of so and so. That's all you follow. You only follow people who are adulterers. That's why your marriage is suffering from adultery. Okay. I don't want stones. I'm going back to Nairobi. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, be a learner. I went to this Zoom call. The president of the church. I've never met him. Only one guy I know. My guy, the three questions. You know Americans. A president of a church. What are you going to tell them? I just come and say, I want to plant a church like I've had. Tell me something I've never heard. And the guy began. They said, Anthony, we have many questions. I hope you're ready. I said, bring it on. Because at that time, I had already read a book about movements. I had already read a book about multicultural churches. I had already le- read a book about becoming a global leader. I just said, bring it on. They will throw, I'll answer. And give them a quote and page number. Wow, how do I do? But then one guy, but then to be honest before the Lord, one guy said, how did you get to have this kind of knowledge? I said, you know, humbly, you know, you know these things, eh, they just come naturally. Oh, I cannot go and say to you, I read a book, you know. I'm, I'm natural. I'm natural. So bring it on. But to become natural, I had to lock myself and become a learner. Some of you have been bypassed by that promotion because even the CEO knows you cannot do it. The things you blurt out in meetings, they say, this man, this woman is not ready for. Okay. Number five, tell your neighbor, be generous. Generosity has a way of expanding your capacity. In the book of First Kings, somebody needs to be ready to ship me out immediately after this. Is you need? Okay. First Kings chapter 17. The Bible says about a story about Elijah. About El- El- Elijah with the woman of Zarephath. So she comes, you remember there was drought for three years and a half? And so Elijah comes and God has sent him. After being fed by ravens, there's a woman I prepared. So he comes here. Sorry. So comes and Elijah says, you know what? Is there something you have? Yeah, I have just lit this little flour and a, and a, and a jar of oil. But Elijah says, go in and bring me a cup of water. But even as you're bringing water, make me some bread. Now, Elijah could have looked like this guy who doesn't care. As, a, as, a, as an oppressor. How can you eat food that was meant for a boy? Do you want us to die? But the lady said, nevertheless, he made, she made the bread. What happened? The moment she became generous with the little she had. The Bible clearly says... That the flour <laughs> and the oil yeah. never stopped. For a thousand days, she got a daily supply of her needs because she gave the little she had. For a thousand days, she never lacked food. 
because of her gesture and her posture of generosity. The Lord is about to lift up some people here to become millionaires in dollars. The Lord is about to raise some people here that are going to build beautiful homes for their parents without debt or taking a loan. It shall be on cash. Some people here, you're going to educate a thousand kids. You're going to support a thousand widows. You're going to plant churches and build churches because of the financial release that is coming upon this church. But the key, the key, as I come to finish, is to be generous. Miriam and I, we stopped giving 10% more than maybe 10 years ago. Can I say something? 10% is for someone I led to the Lord yesterday. Because that's the bare minimum. Because the more my love and faith for God grows, my treasure pursues and follows where my love is. I cannot claim that I love God and I continue to grow in my relationship with God. And I'm stuck at 10. Because even in the physical, natural relationships, the more I get to know this man, the more my treasures are open to him. True. I don't give to you how I used to give you. But the more I get to connect and love them, the more it's easy to give them whatever. Some of you are stuck with 10%. Can I blow your mind? If 10% can open the windows of heaven, what will 20% do? Talk to me, sir. You look very knowledgeable. If 10 can open the windows of heaven, 10, what about 20? What about 30? When you hear people like Matt Butterson, they are saying, we are praying that one time I'll be giving 90%, I'll be living by 10. It's because the 10% will be the net worth of all of us. That you cannot even finish the 10 and you're giving 90. So I told Miriam, we can't. 10% is a guy I brought to the Lord. Let's grow. Today with all humility, we do maybe between 15 to 20%. We give. We give. Money will come and God will tell me, bless a pastor. Because we love pastors. Take them to a holiday. Guys, go. Full board. They had a band. Take whatever you want. I put them in the best hotel ever. And can I tell you something? Because of our generosity, we never pay for anniversaries. They are paid for. I don't coerce, manipulate, send a text, Bambi, my anniversary is coming. God speaks to people. When is your anniversary? March 7th. Okay, where do you want to go? I've never been to Savo. Okay, Savo Pasi, five days. Or do you want seven days? I'm like, no, the spirit of the Lord is. The other one was the flesh, five days. This one for seven days is the spirit. Let me go with what the spirit of God is saying. Let's do seven. The other one for the flesh, no. I left where I was and I left a salary. What we have given without a salary has been so much more than what I've ever given when I had salary. Six months only. 
I'm telling you, I have no time. Generosity has a way of making room for more. It is not me, my theology. Luke chapter 6, verse 8, the verse 13, the Bible says, Give, and it shall. Uh, uh, talk to me, give. Uh huh. At what? No, good measure, and. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because the same measure you use on verse 38. <laughs> you will receive according to the measure. My brother, you said something so powerful. You, if you're giving 10, you receive the same of 10. If you give 20, the doors. There is a 25 that even removes the gates. Because you fulfill Isaiah chapter 16. That my gates are continually open day and night. For the wealth of the nations to come. There are no gates. You know there is a giving that removes gates. Come on. Becoming man of God. You know there is a giving that removes gates. Yes. I may not say I have everything. But one thing we sat with my kids. I told them. Guys. We may not have everything or even the monies of this world. But one thing I know. We shall never stop growing in our giving. Ever stop growing in our giving. Because Luke chapter 6 says so. That if we want our receiving to be pressed down. Shaken together. And to run over. Then we need to do the first instruction. To give. Some of you want your blessings to be pressed down. Shaken together. To overflow. But you're not doing the first thing. That actually activates the promise. You give. The blessing is going to be overflowing. Continue eating your tithe. But I'm telling you, you'll be the one to testify on behalf of people. You'll be giving people testimony. Hey, I know of Pastor Anthony. Hey, he used to drive, but now he has a jet. Hey, I dare you not to just testify about people's promotions. May you be the one to testify of what God is going to do in your life. May you be your own loudspeaker. To testify what God is doing in your life. How is your giving levels? 15 years in salvation. Bambi, you're still struggling with 10. How can I help you? How? Five years in salvation. You are still struggling to give 10. How? And then you'll come here to be anointed. God is a respecter of principles. I don't care how much of a Jerican anointing oil I'll pour on you. If your heart is not aligned to the word, you can even go home soaked in the anointing a man of God poured on you. But another person will just have a revelation that there is something, you know, generosity makes room. The more I give, God looks and says, oh, there is space. Oh, there is space. Oh, there is space. For the very first time in my life, first time, we gave, we gave. Nowadays, I'm not surprised to receive messages. $5,000. Before, it used to be Kenya shillings and UGX. Nowadays, I flow in the anointing of pounds and dollars. I may not have a lot, but I say this is a sign. 
My blessing is being pressed down, shaken together, is overflowing. A million dollars, I can smell you. You're coming. But the question is, am I making room with my generosity? Because the more God gives me, the more I up my level of giving. Somebody this year, just say, I'm not at 10. My brother, may you receive that. May doors open. I feel like you are a kingdom financier. There is a grace that God is, has, and you know, God has given you the grace to finance stuff. Your bank account is about to astonish you. Because there is something that you have connected with the generosity you have given for the church and for the people of God. God is about, don't worry what is going on right now. It is testing your heart. Because if God will give you the millions and your heart is not transformed, you're going to worship the money. So the hardship you're going through right now, it's not because God does not want to bless you, but it's preparing your heart for more. Your doors are opening. Stand up on your feet. To cap it all, you need to increase your spiritual capacity. I said stand up for those who are seated. You cannot pray the same way you are praying in January. You cannot ask the same way you are asking in January. Somebody needs to begin to increasing your capacity of prayer. Because if my prayer for 10 minutes have given me this, what will be a traveling for an hour do? If I fast one week, one day per week, what will happen if I begin fasting for two, three days? I can tell you, and these guys are a witness. Oh, we fast with Miriam nowadays. And we don't fast because we are struggling. We are fasting to make room for God for more. We are fasting and praying so that we can align to the global anointing that God is releasing upon us. Do this with me. And do this. Do this with me. Do this. This is where you are without a mentor. This is where you are without taking risks. This is where you are without being a good steward of what God has given you. This is where you are when you're just giving your 10% struggling or just there. Then do this. This is your portion. Come on, somebody say amen. This is my portion. This is your portion. Somebody begins speaking in tongues and start calling for more. Stretch your hands. Stretch your hands. Don't bring them back. Start saying, God, you're going to give me more. You're going to give me more finances. Open up your mouth. Begin prophesying. God, give me more. God, give me more. Increase my capacity. Increase my capacity. Give me a mentor. Give me a mentor. I can't hear you, church. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. Masheke teleba. Rakama sokatalama. Rimandereba zakatalabo. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. Somebody begin praying. I'm going global. I'm going global. My father, I want more. I want more. I want more. I can't hear you, Vive Church. Somebody say, I want more. 
I want more. I want more. Increase my capacity. Masheketele bazanta la bazia. Rimandere bosaya.